Welcome to the Five C's Podcast. I'm your host, Charlene Norman, and today is the second episode in a series about a different way of doing quote unquote collaboration. Jessica Lutz is my guest, and she is discussing her findings and research into her newest book, We Mind, Me Mind. Jessica is a former TV and radio journalist slash correspondent who for 20 years reported from some of the worst war-torn areas in Turkey and the Middle East. To recover from the PTSD and shock to her system from all the suffering that she herself had covered, she spent some time trying to understand how the human body heals itself and how the brain compartmentalizes information. That set her on her own healing journey. And then she spent another eight years investigating how humans interact and lead. You can find all of Jessica's links in the show notes. She's based in Brussels now, and I am beyond excited to have her at the beginning of her book tour. We begin with how to effectively use more of our me minds. Then let's talk about that. It is difficult for many folks in the we-minded camp to -hmm. become me-minded. It's not that we don't love ourselves. It's not that we don't value what we do. It's it's a case that we want to share the spotlight with everyone and not and not put the spotlight just on us because mm-hmm. we're exhausted from all the me minds that have constantly displayed the spotlight on them. We're exhausted. We don't want to be associated as necessarily being as arrogant, conceited, Think of all the nasty adjectives one can think of. Okay, so what's a way to get out of that? Tell. Well, to, for a start, to not view it only as arrogant and all the nasty words you can think of, because you too have a, we, a me mind, and I too have a me mind, and our me mind is about self-expression, and that means that, yes, our me mind is comfortable to be in the spotlight because we express ourselves that way. So I think it's it's the secret is to give yourself permission to also be me-minded, so to tap into your me-mind, to acknowledge that we have these two sides and one is not better than the other. Both have their place, their function. I think for people who lead with their we-mind, we are about indeed making the world a better place, we need to give ourselves permission to to have that me to 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 strengthen the our me mind a little bit so that we can tell the world about what we do and what we want to do for for them right what we want to do for others i think what you're talking about is bringing a balance to the table we have both factions in us if we can tone down one area and tone up another area I think that may be a way that we can move the world forward. Yes, we can find a happy balance. And for each of us, that is different. We all have our unique balance. And I would also like to say that the balance can shift according to different situations, right? I mean, when you are talking about your five C's, you need more me mind because you need to be on the stage and you need to tell us all about it. But when you are in your caretaking role, then 
that me mind can take the back seat for a while. So you can also play with it. And, and I think the moment you are aware of it, of the two, that you have the possibility to, to bring out one or the other in different strengths. Yeah, I, I find that very empowering, you know, that, that you can use your both sides according to the, the situation that's needed. So you work with a lot of business owners and CEOs and senior leadership teams. What are some of the exercises in order to get them to change their thinking, in order to get them to be a little bit more comfortable with going into that internal middle ground? What are some of the exercises that you get them to go through or to play with or ideas to explore? How, how do you get people to, to make that shift, Jessica? I invite people to look at situations from the two extremes. Like if you look at it only from a me-minded perspective, how do you go about this problem issue? And if you look at it only from a we-minded perspective, how do you go about it? And if you do that with a group of people, then everybody feeds off each other's ideas. And and yeah, it's, it's, it's eye-opening to, to look at a situation from these two seats. This seems to be an exercise that every business should undertake at least once. You take your team through something so that everyone's eyes are opened, not because mm. it's the best thing to do, not because it's the CEO's job or the HR job or the somebody else's job, because it's got to help strengthen the team for the, at the very least. Yeah, and you can you can look at, um, for instance, you can also look at spaces that way, right? Our spaces, what which mind is is fostered in a particular space? Are you all encouraged to be in your own little silo, or are you encouraged to connect? I remember being in one company where everybody was unhappy, or the majority of the people were unhappy, and and it was a lot of it was about. Well, because the, 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 the top management had decided to change the space and it just didn't work for them anymore because actually the people, most people in that company were we-minded and the space had just had become too me-minded. How would you bundle up something like this? How would you sell this to a business? Good question. <laughs> well, do you want to attract talent, diverse talent? Do you want to retain your talent? Do you want to retain your women? Do you want to prevent burnout? The majority of people are we-minded. And a lot of them, I mean, obviously, as I, I said, we have our, each of us has, has their own balance, but most people aren't only about themselves. Not even leaders. Leadership, in essence, is we-minded because companies usually are founded for, you know, to solve a problem for, for people. State organizations are there for to serve the people in principle but a leader as a person just because of the nature that you you as a leader you stand out so you have to be more me-minded in order to be able to do that you have to be able to to be comfortable standing out being separate from the group and what often happens is that somehow we choose leaders who maybe who are too me-minded, or maybe when they become leaders, they become more me-minded, but they become more about themselves than about service, right? About, about looking after 
people. So in a place like an army, for instance, that can be a problem because often the the officers are chosen or promoted because they are all about themselves. They're good at at promoting themselves, and and you know, so so they get rewarded for that by promotion. But especially in an army, is you know ultimately a very we minded organization. People are ready to die for the people who are in an army. But with those me minded leaders, it just doesn't work that well anymore. I know this from a, a, a military consultant who who told me about how yeah how, how things just don't function if a leader is too much about him or herself. Does that make sense? It does. Um, in 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 my experience, I I use the term most people want to belong. Most mm-hmm. people want to be part of something. Most people want to make something better and. In, in my leadership journey, it, when I finally realized most people are pretty good, they're doing the best that they can, and they want to help move something forward, just tell them what it is. For me, that's when the light bulb went on and the results just kicked in and went supersonic. I like your concept that most people are we-minded because that gives us permission to invite everyone in and make them feel like they're part of something. And and how do you make them feel like they're part of something? You ask their opinion. Exactly. You respect them. You treat them as an equal. In in my world, rank has no privilege. It's it's human being to human being. And and I found when you treat people like that, and, and I I guess what you're saying is that is the whole we minded not not we minded in a nutshell is you treat other people as as, as if they're as valuable as you are mm-hmm. that's when you can get the best out of them yeah and yeah i i speak to so many women in senior positions who one of the biggest things they complain about is that they don't feel heard they don't feel taken seriously and yeah common wisdom has it that it is because we're women but my my take is that no, it's because you're probably more we minded than the rest of the people, and there is this, this this disconnect because it's also about how you communicate, what your priorities are, and and if those are not the same, if they are not aligned, then it's true you you are not hurt, you are not taken seriously because the the other party doesn't understand you, and as we minded people being about connection, we mind that people have a gift for understanding others more than me-minded people. Me-minded people have other gifts, but the, the, the empathizing, the understanding what somebody else means is we do that with our we mind. As you heard, I got really animated with the ultimate possibilities of incorporating Jessica's findings in businesses. Because I believe finding different, more compassionate, and more humane ways of dealing with our fellow humans is probably one of the best things we can do so much better when we want to see and make changes to this world that we live in. And what we live in today is the result of more than 200 years of taking action with little to no thought of the unintended consequences. Today, we're living with those unintended consequences, and frankly, a lot of them are just not good for the globe, for us, and for our future. 
We'd all do a do-over if given the chance. Yet a do-over is not possible. The only thing we can do is a do-better. And that do-better must be in the highest good for all.